Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one joyful page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, Sotah 30 and 31, we feel so much joy that we are singing. Quite literally, have a listen. The sages taught in a baraita that Rabbi Yosei Haglili taught. At the time that the Jewish people ascended from the sea, they resolved to sing a song of gratitude to God. And how did they recite the song? If a baby was lying on his mother's lap or an infant was nursing from his mother's breasts, once they saw the divine presence, the baby straightened his neck and the infant dropped the breast from his mouth and they recited, This is my God and I will glorify him. Exodus 15.2 As it is stated, out of the mouths of babies and sucklings, you have founded strength. Psalms 8.3 What? An image, small children, babies and toddlers seeing the divine presence and all of a sudden finding with them this spirit of joy, this spirit of gratitude, this spirit of song. I was so moved by this passage that I did the only thing I could think of, which is pick up the phone and call the one person who is a constant source of joy and wisdom for me and for all of us. Welcome back to the show, our dear friend and teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin. How are you? Liel, what an absolute joy. I hope you don't make me sing this episode. But I was contemplating it. And really, and really corner me into it. I might, I might not fight you, but there are two very fascinating general principles that I want to highlight before we even talk about specifically this passage. The first general principle when it comes to Talmud study is that if you ever notice, every tractate is really composed of two things. It is composed of kind of the Talmudic back and forth, trying to figure out what the law is, the conceptual underpinnings of the law. Uh, this is known as kind of the halachic component of the Talmud. And there is a second part of the tractate that's woven in, which is known as agadata, which is the narrative sections, the storytelling, the theology. And these are always deliberately mixed together in any tractate. And when you really want to understand the theme of any tractate, Tractate. It's not enough to pay attention to the laws that come up. You have to pay very close attention to the stories and the narrative and the theological ideas that come up. In fact, there was one commentator known as the Maharsha, factually known, Rav Shmuel Eidlis, I believe his name was. And he actually separated his commentary on the laws of the Talmud and on the agadic narrative theological passages of the Talmud. And he wrote two separate commentaries, and in the introduction he wrote, Now that I wrote this, I actually regret it. They need to be woven together. You can't separate them. They need to be seen through one lens because you can't understand the law without the theology and the narrative, and you can't understand the narrative without the applied law. How is this going to be ritualized in our daily life? And there's probably few tractates that have as much import in the way the theology and the narrative kind of and the law speak to one another like tractate 
Sota. A second thing that's very unusual that I just want to highlight as we go through this tractate, Sota is one of the rare tractates where there is a tremendous amount of agadic narrative theological material, not just in the Talmud, but actually in the Mishnah itself. The Talmud is a commentary on the Mishnah. The Mishnah was written a few centuries earlier, and the Talmud was kind of the unfolding commentary over many centuries. The Mishnah almost never ever includes theological storytelling narratives and throughout the tractate you will notice in Sota there is a great deal of narrative and theology woven directly into the Mishnah and understanding those two together I want to turn to this passage and highlight something which is that one story that is woven through the entire tractate that you would think has nothing to do with tractate Sota is the story of the Jewish people leaving Egypt, what's known in Hebrew as the story of Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim, the narrative of the Jewish people leaving Egypt. And it's like, what is going on here? I thought this is about, you know, the Salem witch trials. I thought this was about jealous husbands and straying wives. Why is it that in a tractate that seems to be about kind of this broken apart marriage, falling apart very slowly or perhaps quickly, why is it that throughout this tractate, this is not the first time that we have had detailed stories going through the tractate talking about the story of leaving Egypt? And I believe the answer begins to shed light on the very theme of Tractate Sota, which listeners and readers of things that I've shared know that's always my question. What is the underlying theme of this tractate? And I believe the underlying theme is the notion and idea of repairing trust within a family. And the reason why the story of leaving Egypt features so prominently throughout this tractate is because that is the story of the formation of the Jewish family and, so to speak, our wedding to God himself. And if our relationship to God can be seen in some lenses as almost the relationship as a husband and wife, where there is suspicion and betrayal and rebuilding of trust, the underlying formation and foundation of that familial connection that Jews have with each other and the Jewish people have with God was all formed through our leaving of Egypt. It was the way that we answered that initial question that Abraham asked God, how do I know that I'm going to be able to pass over this tradition to my family and to future generations? And God answered him in that famous covenant of the parts, Brisbane Habasarim, if you want an immutable tradition that is not a religion, it's not a theology, but is a familial connection that transcends and connects all generations, that requires the story of Yitzias Mitzrayim, of leaving Egypt. And that is why underneath this entire tractate, which is about restoring trust, building trust within families, we have the foundational story of trust itself, creating the familial unit, underlying the very tractate and story of Sota itself. So, so beautiful. Rabbi David Vashevkin, as ever, thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. 
If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts and get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Risquet, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, Mark Oppenheimer, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one. Subscribe to our newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter or email us at take one at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at take one dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for take one podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Oh, 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 oh,